you're listening to Noise Extra. Happy Noise New Year. I'm Gray Holger, here with my co-host Tara Connolly. Hello. And Mike Connolly. Hello, hello, cock-a-doodle-doo, everybody. It is 2023, and we are starting the year off with some very serious noise artists, some very serious experimental artists. We are starting 2023 off with Cock ESP. That is correct, Mike. Midwest Classics, one of those bands I feel like if you were getting into this stuff in the late 90s, you had to have heard and had an impact on you. Certainly did on me. I think we've talked before about the Making It Our Business VHS. That was one of those early Mm -hmm. things I got and a chance to see some live noise before I could see live noise nearly as much as I, I can now, you know, and a band that definitely has left their mark all across the States. They have left <laughs> their skid mark all over this land with their noise. And Tara and I did a seven inch episode on our embarrassment is your pleasure a while back, maybe a year ago. But this will be the first time discussing Cocky SP on a regular episode. And not only are we starting the year off with Cocky SP, but we're starting the year off with Pure. And this is the Pure Disc Greatest Dicks from 1996. So really setting the tone for some serious noise in 2023. But before we do that, great. What? have you been listening to well i've been a bit under the weather of late so i haven't had much energy to listen to things if you can't hear in our fearless leader's voice <laughs> right. he is on the mend but on he is taking tara's yeah. place with having the lost voice on the podcast the most sick sounding voice so you, win. Yeah. you took it over for this one yeah so it's been not too much stuff uh machine and zimmer Kingdom of Our Lord by Militia has been getting some constant play around here. It's on Praxis Dr. Behrman, uh, just a classic. One of my favorite Militia recordings. It's a little bit closer to something like Der Blutarsch than it is sort of the normal, what I think of as Militia when I think of um, New European Order or War Against Society or something. This is more in the, I don't know militant ambient vein than it is the sort of martial rhythm kind of hand drum stuff I think of them for doing. Uh, I listened to just the other night, the new empty DNA cassette on hospital. I've been meaning to make my way through the, the most recent package I got, but again, just being sick But that one I, I threw on. And was enjoying the uh, samples and electronics. Help picked, clear your sinuses a little bit. Picked out a couple. Uh, picked out a couple samples there. You on that noted one. them. Yep. <laughs> yes, you Absolutely. did. Absolutely. And uh, a, a kind of a rare one that feels really good this time of year. Psychic TV forced the hand of chance. Hmm. It's a classic. You know, we talked about Coil in last week's episode, and thinking of Psychic TV at a time when Coil were involved in the project and listening to that sort of stuff just felt right. A lot of nice songs on that one and definitely more in the song arena than it is the experimental realms. 
Did you see them when they did that live? It was like right when we moved here, I want to say. I Didn't did. Didn't they do that album live, right? Yeah. Yeah, I saw I think you, Yeah. I, th- I think I saw them four or five times when they came through. Right on. Yeah. What about you guys? What have you been listening to? You know, we've been listening to a ton of stuff, and as these microphones do, they erased a lot of our brain. But we have been listening to a lot. Yeah, prior to recording, we were listing it off to each other, and now that we are doing this, I forget. Yeah, of course. Of so course, that- we've been listening to a bunch of molest still. Yeah. So, the, well, this thing I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to list things that we have not listed a lot, and and so I that's I was yeah. that was one Tara I was going to not mention, but during these last weeks, we've been enjoying <laughs> watching silent films with something playing on top of it. So that is true. Yeah. 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 And so MLS is kind of perfect for that. Yeah, exactly. Went into a bit of a finish zone. Speaking of the newest hospital stuff, the pain nail double 10 inch is so, so fantastic. And we listened to that a ton and then kind of stuck around in Finland for a little bit for some more recent stuff. I know I'm pronouncing this wrong. Finnish people, you can all laugh. I, I actually don't know how to. It's it's a simple short word, rare, and it might not even be a Finnish word. I don't know, but it is a uh, Magoa. Do you know this one, Gray? No, I'm not familiar. It from 2000. I want to say this is 2021. I want to say this is last year. A mass meditation. Just some really good solid noise that was sounding. We wanted to hear some nice solid noise gearing up for the cocky SP episode and. Threw it on. Sounded great. Don't it's, really it's know. It's Mogao. There you go. M-O-G-A-O. Don't know much or anything about this project, though they did a thing with Moosehead. That I know. And other than that, I'm not totally sure. But then, uh, not not super current. This is older, but still in the modern times of things, is the Alchemy of the 21st Century, Beauty of Aesthetic Imperfection CD. So m- more on the scraping... I wouldn't even necessarily say ambient, though I though it's certainly not harsh, I guess. Scraping, you know, shuffling metal, just a really, really, really great project. I always thought that project was fantastic. And and that's a great CD as well. And yeah, a lot of stuff, you know, that we've listed a bunch. So don't want to bore everyone with some a lot of the same stuff, but an appropriate holiday end of the year album that we listened to was a compilation. The compilation being Jean Benet in Valhalla. Oh yeah. Cold, icy, mm-hmm. perfect way to end out the year. So we were listening to that one a bunch. And it just great. The Dust Belt tracks in that are really great. Really wonderful. The Star way to track your is hangover. great. Yeah. Order some yeah. food and throw it on. Yeah. No, the, it was, well, you know, the hangover was the haters, a uh, furthered pause. Oh. That was the, that was the New Year's <laughs> day seven inch. I don't know how much it cured yeah. anyone's hangover, but, uh, it, you know, it's there for you if you needed it. Yeah. Sometimes it's just nice to hear that crumble. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that's been about it as far as stuff that we haven't talked about a million times. I mean, we've, we have been listening to a ton of stuff and, you know, just kind of getting excited thinking about all the different things to talk about this year and kicking it off with cocky SP is exciting because as Gray was saying, 
an incredibly important band, especially to the three of us, and especially from our location mm-hmm. and the time and where we were and the access to them, the access to seeing them live. Really can't underestimate the importance of Kaki SP. Very important noise artists. And one of the great things about them is, of course, their titles. We talk about bands that are the title masters, Smell and Quim, Molests, you know, a number of others. Kaki SP has the ability to make us laugh until we can't laugh anymore just reading one of their titles. And for the extra segment today, we have a long list of some of our favorite cocky SP titles that we're just going to go over and probably just hear us cackling, laughing at. So that's what our patrons mm-hmm. can look forward to on the extra segment today. But Greatest Dicks has no shortage of great titles. Kicking it off with You Got to Know Your Cock. <laughs> Which I think is a, a true statement. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. And kicking it off in perfect fashion with just, I guess, chickens, roosters. Sounds like chicken sounds to me. Probably roosters, bunch of cocks making some noise. Uh, And then there's this like zippy sound that I was thinking of as like a zipper uh, and then a boyoing cartoon sound. So I was just kind of thinking of this as just kind of whipping it out. Just whipping it yeah, right just, out. You know, you're, you're opening it up, one minute track, just whipping it out. Well, and ready for the greatest dicks. And Tara, what exactly were you? So a rooster? Oh no! Will you no no? Will you just give us just just because I said chicken and we said rooster? What is the difference between a chicken and a rooster, Tara? Well, a a rooster is a chicken, and it's the male version. Of a chicken and a and a hen as the female, and hey, just, just, we want to get that information. This we want this to be an educational episode, mm-hmm. and so we want to get that information out there. Well, just to just to say something that I think a lot of people don't realize: roosters don't have like dicks. So what do they have? Uh, cloacal pupillae. <laughs> which is like uh I love like chickens do everything out of one hole uh you know all the excreting all the egg laying all of the uh hot cloacal cloacal action uh that you get from the hens and the roosters they happen in in one one zone and so that's a that's a busy hole it's a busy hole and so the the crazy thing about roosters is their their testes uh their balls Thank you. if you will uh are are like a, next to their spine like all the way in the back and then they have you know some tubes and things and then they have their their little you know rooster internal dick vent they call it a vent and then they go and they give each other a kiss to reproduce they call it a kiss um, it's real romantic and so they come like over and then the rooster just kisses her cloaca the hen yeah exactly but the thing is uh about the old cloaca the the he- the rooster can give out exactly as much as he wants which i th- i think it's great that that human men can't do that because who knows what you would do with that talent uh so they can go for a little or they can go full payload you know what i mean just depending on uh what they want to deliver if they got a lot of business to attend to they're just going to spread it around you got one hen you're just going to kind of i don't know feel like giving it off but the cool thing about a hen is one she has a reserve for it and her uh 
like a sperm reserve, then she can keep it inside of her body and just fertilize like one egg at a time. And it lasts for a few days. Like a savings account. Like a savings account or sperm. Uh, and then if she doesn't like it, like if, you know, she can say no and be like, no, you can't have my cloaca today and put her tail down. But if he manages to get in there anyway, she can just spit it back out. She's like, I don't want it. No, thanks. Wow. Uh, and then Rude. she doesn't have to use that DNA for all of her future eggs. What weird, weird things. Did I, I mean, I guess you don't really think about bird dicks that much, but not only like, what is it? 3% of birds have dicks. I mean, we've all seen the horrifying duck pictures because they're longer than the duck itself. Then there's like emus and ostriches. They have a weird cloacal, cloacal penis. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, geese and swans. That's about it. So who needs them? Again, Not birds. Setting the educational tone <laughs> to discuss some very serious. All the news that noise. you need to hear. Apologies. That was going to be the extra segment. But we, but we just blew so... our wad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> Actually was surprised that you went full Koloika on us right away. But you know what? I think it's good. And I think the listeners need that to frame a discussion about KGSB greatest Yeah, just sticks. really keep it in mind. Keep it in mind. I think it's absolutely relevant. Good Lord. <laughs> the CD really gets underway with Nevermind the Boyfriend. And a great, great, great title. Mm -hmm. And while we think of, again, the titles with KGSB, we think of their short sets we think of the the costumes and the donkey and the cock and you all this stuff. You know what they say about guys with short sets. Exactly. As well as the samples and there's prank calls and, and all this sort of stuff. But it can get lost a little bit that Kaki SP has made some incredible noise. And especially noise that I think of when I think of the American side of things. Junky, loud, in the moment. Never mind the boyfriend has that. There's no tact. There's no finesse. Just good old blown out, broken noise the way Kaki SP does it. You can feel the energy on this track, the the physical manifestation of the noise, the shaking, throwing, cutting, crude stereo stuff, the buzzes from just like unattended gear or slightly broken gear. <laughs> uh, that harsh lo-fi just gristle going on this is definitely 90s noise i've wrote that on a few tracks here you really feel that i mean the fidelity the type of sounds the processing i hear maybe some tape pausing or cutting on here but it's all like it would have to be a walkman in yeah. hand it doesn't feel like studio mm -hmm. trickery or overdubs it feels like just going and and playing and blasting but there is also like nice stereo image on a lot of these tracks there's there is stuff happening in different ears and in moving around a bit and changing direction and so it does lend a little more craft to it than i think cocky sp ever gives themselves credits for yeah and this is a 12 minute track and i and i you know, it comes in so blown out, but you kind of get tastes of everything in between, you know, the highs, the lows, the sizzle, the squeal and lots of movement And this track, especially reminded me of, you know, their them being heavily influenced by Hanada Resh. 
Definitely. The name does come from a Hanada Rash track title, Kaki SP. And I, I certainly see the Hanada Rash in the sounds, especially from like the first Hanada Rash record. This has that palette for sure. And if I'm not mistaken, Ron did compile this CD. So it is tracks. Some were definitely released. I don't know if all were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the, as they say, the best and worst of 1993 to 1996. Yeah, so, in, and it was, com- as far as I know, it was compiled by Ron. Uh, anyone can feel free to contact and tell us that we are just ignorant and wrong. But I do believe that that is how this Pure CD was put together. And boy, what a curation, because it really is a great look at Kaki Speed, especially in 96. and. So much of the importance of Kaki SP was live and was touring. And the way they would tour and the places they would play live, playing in bars in Minneapolis. You, you know, the, you're, we're going to hear a, a track coming up that's live. That's exactly what I picture them live, especially in 94. And especially at some bar in Minneapolis mm-hmm. that's just, you know... Maybe the game is on and in over the bar, or maybe even on the stage, or if there is a stage, and you know the amps, and it's there is this very raw Midwest approach that they had that was so inspiring to all of us. And then again, just the idea that they did tour, the idea that they did get in a minivan and go and do play five minute sets in various cities, especially in the Midwest. I mean, that's when. So low, so many years ago, that was one of the most exciting things as they are traveling hours and hours and hours to play a five minute set. Right, right. And this was a five minute set. It's like you're getting a long version. Right. Of course. You know, of course. And that was always Just, such a incredible so thing in such a to me was such a thing about noise. And yeah, of course, they're one of their most infamous tapes. You know what they say about guys, the short sets is a C1 because the set itself was under a minute. So that was how they were doing things. And Kaki SP was a, they were a band with an identity and a world that they built with the titles, with the costumes, with their short sets, with their taking the piss out of people, talking shit on bands that I love and probably that other people loved. And that line of, well, are they talking shit? Is it a, is it a friendly mm-hmm. shit talk? Is it, are they really talking shit? That sort of mystery was always great to me. And it worked really well in the time before t- there was too many. Well, really that there was too many artists in a way. I don't think something like this would, that would work now with jokey, make fun of other band titles. It just doesn't seem to work because Kaki SP lived in that world and it was a world that they created and they were a part of. So it works in this totally different way that I don't really see working anymore. But back then the, these, you know, the constant play on the white house titles, the, the play on different noise artist titles, talking about different bands, all this sort of stuff all mixed in together and is what helped create this just, these guys are who you know this they were an entity you know and it was so exciting especially back then yeah it's certainly such a playful approach but at the same but also not violent, but also nasty. mean and 
violent. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally violent. You know, totally violent. They were always destroyed. They were destroying everyone else. And, you know, the Rooster Boys got a cock off sometime. You know, the Rooster Boy has got a cock off. And when you do, you got a nice sample. You got this low junk. I love the sample on this track. I love the, would you prefer to have a cock to two girls having a conversation? Wouldn't you rather have a cock? <laughs> well, sometimes. So great, right? Uh, yeah, it's just this this low bass approach. Uh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, just a singular loop and that sample. Minute-long track. I mean, that's one of the things, too, is sort of skits, or not really skits, but these sort of interludes on, yeah. the, on the record in between two 12- and 13-minute tracks, right? So you got a minute-long track, a 12-minute track, a minute-long track, a 13-minute track, and then we get a four-minute live track <clears throat> and i know what you mean about the the presentation in the world they exist in and a band that i i will always forever closely associate cocky sp with is laundry room squelchers yes now this is in part because the first time i played with cocky sp which was in 2003 it was also with squelchers uh, at the detroit art space and i'd seen squelchers and befriended rat before then but when this tour came through, I was so excited to see cocky SP because I'd only seen video and the video right. was them hurting themselves, flipping onto yeah. the flipping onto their gear, flipping, jumping off their yeah. tables, attacking each other while they were trying to perform. Of course, uh, squelchers and cocky SP would share members at times, a lot of, a lot of traveling between the two bands, I think with, a, with a few different members there, the idea of maybe the squelchers, and cocky SP being different poles of the sort of noise forces, right? You got the Midwest and you've got the, right. the Florida and, but mm. this very similar spirit of it's all about the entertainment and, and the show. It, it just makes perfect sense to me. And another thing that makes perfect sense to me is violent erection featuring one Richard Ramirez. Yes, yes, yes. And again, another just, absolutely sick noise track. And I definitely associate Ramirez with cocky SP. There's cocky SP and deadline with a great tape title that we're going to get to in the extra segment and a great black leather Jesus tape on EF, which we haven't even mentioned EF being Emil Hagstrom's label. We haven't even mentioned. We're just talking cocky SP. Let's be very, very, very clear. Cocky SP Emil Hagstrom is the guiding light of cocky sp still to this day but this era of cocky sp was very much amel and matt bacon and that is how they were touring that's how they were you'd see them in the videos mm -hmm. it was, those were the two main cocky sp there were others at, pc at hemorrhoids time. you know exactly from, from yeah. the early days up until about 96 when this yeah, yeah. The cd collects too so certainly on Paul. this but but the the core duo of Bacon and Hagstrom mm -hmm. were, especially when we were really getting into Cocky SP, was that core. And EF Tapes is an amazing tape label that is Hagstrom's label. The name, great style where the EF stands for something different on every release. But put out so much great stuff, worked with so many great people, and Cocky SP did so many great splits and collabs. And things you wouldn't necessarily expect. Cocky SP Obe collaboration. <laughs> Who in the world ever thought that would work? But of course it works. It's a great disc. Mm -hmm. And that's 
the great thing about noise when stuff like that works. When Obe gets together with Cocky SP and they create this classic CD. Yeah, and, and Cocky SP supplied the basic sound and then Obe remixed it. So, of course, you know, it's going to have this beautiful, chaotic elegance. But another great thing about Cocky SP is that they have a website detailing all of the shows that have been played and you can just search your hometown and find out what you missed, what you missed. You can also, if you're like me and you forget what you've seen, you can search a few towns, search a few bands and find out the shows that you did see and that you didn't miss and then remember them again. And sometimes you can see a flyer, which is awesome. So uh, that's really, really great to see uh, such a comprehensive list. And I love it when, people chronicle that but yeah violent erection is just a solid sick noise track 13 minutes just crashing violent grinding when the cocks put their minds to it violent erection can happen this would be my favorite track if my favorite track weren't later on the disc this was the first one that (laughs) i mean obviously we're kind of only two noise tracks in if you're not counting the, the sort of one minute pieces but just crumbling nasty feedback scrap metal piercing electronics a lot of sort of back and forth and then this sort of big static rush around the seven minute mark and we get that that flanged noise over just shearing metal hell just high pinging ripping metal sounds i love this track yeah i love the name i love thinking of cocky sp in collaboration with ramirez and who must have contributed what materials because both of them are not afraid of like oven parts and sheet metal and Mm -hmm. broken, broken buckets and whatever, like just anything goes. And I I can see that in this track. Yeah. Yeah, It was spectacular feedback uh, in this track. I really, really loved it. And, and again, it was, it's one of those examples, like it's just good noise. It has such good lows, like these abusive mids and just piercing highs. Yeah. Just is this what I want to hear. Yeah. Noise. Violent erection is a track I want to hear. But you know what else I want to hear? What, Tara? Woo! You're going to hear some of that. Yeah. Let me see your hands. Rock and roll. Woo! We're going live. Live in Minneapolis in 94 <laughs> with Amp Destroyer. One of many White House themed titles, of course, Ass Destroyer being the White House title. And... Yeah, again, the other thing about Kaki SP is that rock element and, you know, playing the bars, the state, mm-hmm. the live banter being like, let me see your hands. You want an encore? You know, the, doing the hands. rock thing. I right? think they want an encore. You know, and then again, just 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 total crap. I mean, this just sounds like absolute crap. Probably they're hurting, jumping on themselves. Definitely playing through amps. Something has a spring on Something it. Something has I don't a know. spring on Sounds it. Sounds like a guitar pickup with a spring on it. Pretty much everything's not working. Yeah. Just total breakdown, total crap. Exactly what I would think Cocky SP would sound like in 94. Not much different than they sound. At 7th Street Entry. 7th Street Entry, in which is Minneapolis. a very, very important venue in Minneapolis. It cocky SP would have played there a lot. Mm-hmm. I played there a handful of times. Great. Did you ever play Seventh Street Entry? I'm not sure that I did. It's so it's the smaller part of a bigger venue, First Avenue, and then Seventh Street Entry is the smaller section. And and because cocky SP had played there, and I saw flyers that they had played there, all this stuff. 
the first time I played there, it was one of those like, oh my god, we're playing Seventh Street Andrew. I mean, yeah. it's just like a crappy club. It's not like it's like it's not like it's like this you know noise haven. Yeah, but not like at all. the first two cocky SP it's, shows were it's there. It's normally just a rock club. Yeah. But they were cool and would do noise shows. And so I ended up playing at Seventh Street Entry a lot, actually. So really cool that this was there. And yeah, total breakdown, total crap. Woohoo! Exactly. But you know what's not total crap? Is the it's first cocky SP recording How from is it 93. Their first recording? So good. Sheer, bright, violent grinding. Great. Yeah, that first track. wailing and flailing high end and like m- mid grade distortion, just yeah. kind of overloaded. Mid- not dude, <laughs> mid grade distortion is like a. I don't think I've ever heard a term that absolutely is what this is, and that's actually <laughs> mid grade distortion is a great term for a lot of what like mid nineties American noise that I love. Mid like, like it's not super heavy, and it, it's and it's not, like it's like sort of just mid. Yeah, I love yeah. that. That's great. That's great. It's got. It just has that. It has that mid-grade yes. distortion on it. It's. It's not anything overpowering. It's just present there to make things sound shittier, and it succeeds on original cock ninety three, and yeah. Also, just going back to amp destroyer. My my notes for that were great live nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. nothing's. Just nothing's really happening. Um, but yeah, original cock ninety three. Far better than it should be for first recording. Yeah, it's great. And, you know, so much what I think about, too, with Kaki SP, thinking of the live sets and just their whole demeanor, the idea of the seven inch, our embarrassment is your pleasure. This idea of embarrassment, shameful. There's a picture of Emil in the Death Squad book, and he's wearing a shirt that says, I'd rather be masturbating. <laughs> And I think it's so perfect and incredible because it's not like I'd rather be fucking or like I'd yeah. rather like be like banging a hot chick. It's I'd rather it's like I'd rather be masturbating Like in my fantasy. It's not even it's me being alone <laughs> masturbating. Like right. it's not like I, I'm I'd rather you could say whatever you want. I'd rather be anything masturbating. I think to me, that's that's a great sort of summation of some of the things I love about Kaki SP. And their entire attitude. Yeah, they take that self-depreciating attitude and and like self-awareness, but they also make it fun. So that's why I think it works so well with the taking the piss out of things about noise is because they take the piss out of themselves. Yeah. Probably more. Yeah. And so the self-depreciating thing makes it. Terry, when you said that, it it oh, the light bulb went yeah, in my head. Like, it's everyone. It's not just other people. Yeah, it's themselves. Yeah, too. and I think that's what makes it work. I think if anyone were to do it today, they would just like they would forget that you gotta hate yourself. Right. It's more not than you hate everyone else. Yeah. Or braggadocious. It's it's about hating everything or about yeah, mocking everything. It, yeah, and especially yourself. Yeah. Well, look, you know, maybe maybe that alone time that Emil craves to rather be masturbating is. Uh, because he's trying to get to the eye of the cock. <laughs> Love it. Love and it. This is my favorite track on this Dude. collection. This track is perfect. Yeah. Electronic scribble on just every level, every layer. This is 100% perfect 90s noise. Yes. It's destruction noise. Two minutes of full on pure killer noise. 
Absolutely. I, I don't know how or why this just just locked me right in and, and so killed good. me. It's so fucking good. But then you get to follow it up with perfect cocky SP style beat around the bush, which I fucking lost it for like five minutes. Just just that title. Just again, beat in the framework, the all this beat around the bush. It's and so and, and perfect. again, with this sample of like from yeah. a found recording about school girls strippers stripping. Yeah, paying for college perfect. with stripping <laughs> strap for cash. Oh, Stacy. Yeah, <laughs> so good. And again, yeah, the, the interludes. Right. And that's I think about that. Right. With. Manisha, Red Light District, and We Mean It This Time. Because those, I, it's been a long time since I listened to those, but if I always remember those having, mixing the noise. I want to say there's prank calls, or there's, I know Amo would record him fighting with his parents. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Well, and that's going to come up in a title that we're going to talk about in the extra <laughs> segment, but which is the greatest cocky SP title. But the... So it would be mixed in with that, maybe street recordings. And this, you get that with being around the bush. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, the, the, you know, college girls stripping for money, like a news expose. So great. And then just breaks into the noise. So great. You know, you know, it's just the, the sample into the break and the noise break when it's something like this. Come on. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of shortwave hiss and sort of cuts and erupts on this one too. Like the noise that comes in is really good and has this nice pace to it and kind of slows down around the end. But I, I thought this one was interesting that like near two minutes of sample and then yeah, two and a half minutes of noise. So, yeah, so good. for me, it was the first thing that was distinctive, distinctly like, oh, that's a synth. Uh, oh, you, a synth, you think? Maybe. Like uh, some something. I, there's zero chance that not that a, synth, a synth, but like a something that's not a pedal. Oh, you mean the short wave? Like, like I think it's got a short, short wave, wave. That, that Gray was saying. Got, I see oh, what you're saying. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can't. The thought of of like them having a synth. A synth oh, would uh, not last ten seconds yeah, 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 in this band. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. Yeah, like. Let, uh, oh, sorry, a cassette tape let, of a synth let, that they recorded hey, prior to their set. I, I think if Kaki is P were in a playing. room with, with any of Gray's synths, he would just sort of have a panic attack and lock you it shut up. Shut the power down. You shut it down. Hope it. We'll play him no power, no power synth set. We, they don't have to play a show. They can just go join the ass club. Ass club. Sign me up. I like their use of parentheses as well. I always like like the track being called Ass Club and the parentheses mm -hmm. join the like I love that. That's just to frame Ass Club a little a, better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think it makes it more positive when you say join the Ass Club. It's not like mocking the Ass Club. It's saying let's all do that. Let's all join oh. in and Tara, I noted something you said out loud when this track was on. You liked the woos. Woo! Yeah, I did like the woos. I'm a sucker for a woo. I'm a sucker for an isolated woo that goes nowhere and does not catch on. Uh, I also liked the gargling. Yeah, this is and, a nasty And you nasty know, it, I think part of the a vocal technique that is often adopted, but but sometimes really shines is the cramming the microphone down your throat vocal technique i would i would like to think that they were cramming a microphone down someone else's throat yeah 
or very possible. There'll be a microphone cram. Maybe Amos cramming throat. it down Bacon's throat. Maybe the other way around. Maybe that's part of the ass club. You guys maybe. are talking about throats, and we're, this is ass. ass club. That is true. What are we talking about? Yeah, they're shoving it somewhere else. You're right. The ass. What am I thinking? Jeez, 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 jeez. That was not very serious of me. And I should be a lot more serious when talking about a very serious noise band. And we should be very serious when we're talking about an extra special cat. This drag is great too. That gurgling <laughs> noise, the intermittent piercing highs, and just maybe some vocals every now and again a bit. It's kind of like a cat, yeah. like Rah! yeah, everything's getting ground up, <laughs> sent into the disposal, sent into the incinerator, mangled and mashed to hell. So whatever's happening, it's all well. We do get we do get some radio. In there because there there's a little snippet of something funky for just a second. A few times it happens. Oh, gets a little the, bit funky. I uh, didn't mark it down. One of the tracks for like two seconds, you hear the the horse races like, <laughs> which is not the great. You and I did a seven inch where that was a sample on something, and I already forget what it was. I've heard that a few times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I can't remember what's yeah, off talked to about the races. It, I've forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Off to the races. Ah, yes. When was the last time you saw KKSP live gray? Oh, I cannot remember such things at this point in my life. I really don't know. What about you? Haven't seen them out here, though. I don't know if they've been out here since we've lived out here. But it was in a basement in Ypsilanti, Michigan. And it was one of those moments. There's one of those great moments when you rarely... When I find out about a show this that day of or or you know shortly before the show is about to start, do I get super excited? But everything was just lined up right. It all worked out. I heard Kaki SV was playing in a basement in Ypsilanti that that day, you know, that day. And I was like, I am totally going to see Kaki SP tonight. And it was like, yep. Here it is. Amos in the cock costume. He was just kind of sitting on the floor. Like nothing really worked. They tried to, st they tried to do the blast start and it sort of like didn't work. So they <laughs> did it again and then it did work. Uh, but you know what I mean? It's that thing where it's like, it was like, yes, it, they, they, it's, it hasn't, you know, they haven't lost a step, you know? Right, right. <laughs> and it was just great. It was great. It was so awesome. It was so great to see him. And that, so that, I mean, at this point, that was probably 10 years ago. I mean, it was, you know, it was, it was mm -hmm. a long time ago. I was mean, that at the Pleasure Dome? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, it's, I'm looking at the show page right now, and that was September of 2011. There you go. Wow. So, yes. That was a dirty basement. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, 11, yeah, almost 12 years ago, 11 years ago. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, disgusting basement. That's the type of basement you leave it and you blow your nose and it's brown. Yeah, absolutely disgusting. We saw so many disgusting shows there yeah it's great participated in many yeah, disgusting played, played shows a good there. few disgusting shows there too uh Walled so around shows there. sickness beer. actually played in that basement yeah uh you know some great KGSP, stuff uh yellow tears or might have been one of their i might actually not have been yellow tears it might have well maybe it was yellow tears hmm. or was it halflings ah, i can't remember anyway oh i think it was halflings it might have been was but anyway uh wild disgusting place and so that was definitely the last time I see you. And I know they have played out here, you know, it, you know, in the 
last 10 years, but I it's been a while and I do hope to rectify that mm-hmm. at some point because very excited right now about Cocky SP and very excited to get into a cockfight. You know what I mean? Talking about favorite tracks. This, of course, you like this? of course, this is my favorite. You like track. that? You like the talk of the jazz? The I jazz, do. Well, jazz, it's, jazz. it's got, oh, the solo saxophone. <laughs> yes. And the Scottish accent. I mean, it just also reminds Very me serious. of, it also reminds me of Emil Bolio uh, so well, much because he, I know he remixed this, but it just feels like he had a hand in it. Well, and again, we're talking about this. I keep using the term taking the piss, though. The, that's a total British term. I don't know why I keep using that term. But you think of Cocky SP and you also, of course, think of Ron and Amo Bolio mm-hmm. with the, you know, cutting down things, cutting down sacred cows and using that as part of their entire world. And and also, you know, I guess I I think of him in terms of live sampling, like putting on a record and performing alongside it. So, of course, when I hear cockfight, I picture Ron performing with them like playing playing the playing, playing the stuff on the minatoli and things, like yes, and, and, and doing the dance destroyed like, yes yeah. 100% i just wonderful visions were going through my head for this and it's at, just kind of like a a happy place for at, me at one point i wrote down are these some chickens some people cousin it it does sound like cousin it yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like it's like the sped up voices which is like again one of those things that's a sped up voice sample stuff can be like the worst and you don't you're like oh my god but it works with cocky sp it's like oh yeah no it's because it's yeah, of course it's just it's just trash yeah I mean, normally it's be like tra- oh, sheesh, but yeah not just not trash better. yeah it's perfect yeah 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 total destruction madness cock it's absolutely this is absolute chaos this track yeah. is just ridiculous chaos even down to like rubber squeaky sounds yeah um and then like traditional noise sounds like everything together in one big stew. Yeah. It's fabulous. I love it. Well, once you've been in a cockfight with Emil Bolio, you might want to clean your cock in babbling brook. <laughs> I love so it. So cold. Ribbit. Can you ribbit, imagine? Ribbit, ribbit. Calming waters. Just a beautiful reminder of the wonder of this world and all it can behold and the animals and nature and sky and cocky as Having a clean cock. Absolutely. After you get it dirty. Absolutely. It's what they made soap and water for. The constant interruption of this babbling brookside scene. Again, this is total cocky But I love that they let... The brook go on so yeah, long. Yeah, way too long. This is a, almost a long. six minute track. And it just it. goes on like too, it's too much. Like too much babbling book, tons of frogs. Like it is ridiculous. And then even into that like demon voice blast. And then with the babbling brook, I definitely had to pee after listening to this track. Yeah. Uh, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, total cock ASP. Little, little too long, but just right. Because we got to say bye-bye to noise music. We got to send off. Send it off in just wonderful fashion. Just a lovely cinematic tribute to the world of noise. It feels like the right way to end a track that, you, like you said, Bolio compiled this. It just makes sense. Bye-bye noise music. Yeah. I mean, it's just, what a way to end it. What a perfect way to go. You know, 
Cocky SP still to this day actually did a Christmas tape, which we're gonna need to get for next year. Yeah, with you know something uh, festive, absolutely. But still, tons of stuff going on. Tape CDs, EF. Still going strong, you know. For a time there, EF became Sunship, or I don't know if it became Sunship, or that was a spin of. I don't know exactly what their what the thought process behind that was, but between EF and Sunship, Amel is still to this day going strong. Still going strong, as White House would say, cranking it out. Still going strong, as Cocky SP would say. Four greatest dicks releases. They're on to their fourth one. Mm-hmm. But some of those early tapes, man, so fantastic. Split with third organ. Split with death squad. See, that's the thing, right? So it's yeah. So they they would, you know, they they make the power electronics jokes, they make the industrial jokes, they make all the jokes, but then they still work with death squad, like like one of the greatest, one of the all-time greatest. So I love that. And yeah, I love that you you see the Amel in the in the Death Squad book. So great. You know what? They put the time in. They're allowed to. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <And laughs> what split with MSBR? Great looking one. That's the thing is part of cocky SP that was so great. It was the look of their stuff and, and, and is and the the use of the logo and, and various logos, but reusing them in various fonts, but always using, you know, using the fonts and reusing them mm-hmm. and, and switching them up just a little bit or the logos or it's just this the world cock head that looks like a sports team mascot. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. this world building that they were really good at doing from the beginning. And then the, the Akafumi Nakajima even manipulating that and making it look even more like yeah. a literal sports team. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's just it's really great. It's exciting to get excited about Kaki SP. And I'm really psyched that we are kicking off the year with this fantastic essential pure cd it's an essential one yes definitely yes it's a really exciting one and it's a really essential one and yeah when we were just talking about how, what we wanted to kick off the year with we we're like oh pure sounds great we should we should do a pure when we settled on this the the excitement went through the roof my erection got violent mm-hmm. i beat around the bush <laughs> i got to know my cock I cocked off. He made a public apology. Made a pub. Oh no, that's for this. That's for the. That's for the extra segment, Tara. Oh, but we'll get into it because we're going to talk about. That was my teaser. Our favorite <laughs> cocky SP titles over on the extra segment, but everyone go listen to cocky SP. Do it. Do it. Listen to this disc. Get trashy. Get low. Get bass. Get wrong. Get noise. You have been listening to Noise Extra. Noise Extra is brought to you by Chondritic Sound, a home to noise artists for over 20 years, by Verdant Weapons, maker of quality contact microphones and noise devices, and by our Patreon supporters. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash noise extra, and your support really helps. You can find us on Instagram at noise extra, on the web at noiseextra.com, one E in those, and on Twitter at noiseextra, with three A's at the end. Thank you for listening to us and to Noise.